0: Guys, to historical AF, I'm Keena.
1: and I'm Ashley, and I'm the other Natalie.
0: <laughs> and this is our spooky mini guy. Yay. Yay! Natalie was the winner of the Patreon drawing. That's yeah. what it's called. Join and- Patreon. <laughs> Yay! And she gets to be a guest. And your shirt just got the shipping notification. It's on its way. Yay. I'm excited.
2: It's, it's such a cute shirt.
0: So it's spooky season. I'm yes. super excited.
2: Yes.
0: And so this episode is dedicated to you and all spooky uh-huh. things about places you have lived. <laughs> yeah, so I
2: chose to do El Dorado, Arkansas, where Natalie is from. For anyone who doesn't know, Natalie and I were roommates in college. Yes. Yeah, that's so- the same I know, right? Yeah, Natalie um, was my neighbor freshman year, and then we shared a bedroom a sophomore year. That was the best year. It was. It was so much fun. I still have quotes from that on my Facebook. (laughs) Me too! I was just looking at those. I
1: was like, I can never delete these.
2: They're precious. Yes! I know. Somebody was complaining about them, and I was like, oh my gosh, no, I can never get rid of those on my Facebook. Because they're from like the best time ever when I roomed with Natalie.
0: Aww,
2: yeah, but yeah. So I chose to do El Dorado. I I guess I'll go ahead and jump in and yeah,
0: yeah. Let's just get straight to the spooky. Okay,
2: cool. So I found a um, editorial and opinion piece in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette uh, from last year, written by Richard Mason, and it is about the Rialto Theater in El Dorado, Arkansas.
1: Ooh. I've been wanting to send you guys articles about this place because it's such a cool
2: historical site. Oh, man. I want to go there. So it says, I've been asked many times if the Rialto Theater in El Dorado is haunted. And yes, it's pronounced El Dorado, not El Dorado. Dear Lord. Because we are Southern and we pronounce <laughs> everything wrong. Yes. It's true. <laughs> If It's haunted. A few years ago, I wrote a book called Haunted. This is an excerpt from Miss Pate, a psychic we took to visit the theater. She's nationally known and has helped solve many crimes by visualizing energy imprints. She was convinced the theater is haunted. Miss Pate entered the Rialto Theater and remarked how cold it was compared to outside. That's a good sign for ghosts, she said. Seconds later, she saw the first spirit of the tour, a heavyset man standing on the first landing of the main staircase. I get the feeling that maybe he owned the place. He sort of takes care of everything like a caretaker, she said, describing. Oops, sorry. Turn the page. Wash your hands. <laughs> the man describing the man as wearing a vest and pocket watch. Maybe he'll contact us later. Miss Pate proceeded to the stage of the main theater where she saw a second spirit, a young lady dressed in 1920s attire near the stage. Her name is Irma, Miss Pate announced. As we walked into the auditorium, Miss Pate suddenly stopped and focused on the stage again. She nodded her head and began to describe in detail the spirit of the young woman she had earlier noted. She's got honey brown hair, a real light honey brown. It's curly, but it's cut close. I don't know how to express it. Kind of like loose curls, and she's got a bow in her hair with a ribbon, and the bow is cocked a little bit to her left. Miss Pate pointed to the southwest corner of the stage. She's right there, and she's wearing an outfit with many bright colors, but I don't know how to describe it because I've never seen anything like this. It's not a dress. It is more like a fancy practice outfit. I don't think she's performing. She's practicing for something. We walked to the east side of the orchestra pit and went down the stairs to below the stage where the old vaudeville dressing rooms were located. We walked in the front room and Miss Pate shook her head. There's a whole bunch of people in here and there were mirrors in here. Miss Pate pointed to the west wall, where several holes in the plaster indicated something was fastened to the wall. There were also several ceiling lights together which looked like they were used in a dressing room. Miss Pate continued, Where'd the mirrors go? They should be on that wall there. She pointed to the center of the west wall of the room. This room is full of a whole lot of energy. I'm not just getting one person in particular, and it's both male and female, and they are coming and going in almost a blur. It's real, real busy in here. We left the room beneath the stage and walked up the stairs and behind the curtains to the southwest corner of the stage. Miss Tate immediately began to see men doing various things. I guess they're stagehands, and they are sitting around an old table playing cards. I think it's poker, but I'm not sure. This seems to be like a regular thing in between working gigs. That surprises me. I don't get anything negative. I don't get anything malevolent in this area so far. We left the stage area and climbed up the east stairwell to the mezzanine, then walked in the ladies' restroom. There have been numerous paranormal sightings here over the years, and of all the accounts I've heard, the activities in and around this restroom tops them all. Why is it always a bathroom? Sorry. It's
0: like Moan and Myrtle. (laughs) Yes. It's always the bathroom. Miss
2: Pate quickly saw the aberration. Yes, she is a very blonde woman, and I don't know why she's here, but she's in a rush to leave. And then she comes back in just as fast. She has on a weird hat with a feather or something on it. I can't quite get it. She's dressed in something very light in color. This looks more like 1930s or 40s because her hair is cut different, low and close to her face. Then Miss Pate walked out of the restroom and comments about something. That man that I picked up from downstairs, I think he runs projection equipment. I get him coming through here and he's busy. He wasn't so much downstairs, but he is now. Miss Pate went to the part of the balcony where black patrons sat when the theater was segregated. I see a lot of people around here. There are blacks all dressed up to come to the theater. I don't know what that, this is. Maybe a ghost or an energy imprint, but I'm getting a black woman wearing a red dress. She's heavy, not like 300 pounds or anything, but she's a big woman, big bust, and she's wearing a red low-cut dress. I can't tell what she's about. Miss Pate could not have known she was in the formerly segregated part of the balcony. All the separating rails and even the seats have been replaced. Miss Pate entered the original projection room and immediately began to visualize something. What's going on in here? Maybe he's the owner or the manager. Yes, he seems to be here, but the one that's really, really active is the one in the projection room. He's all over the place because he's also like the handyman. I get the impression this like this is his home. Literally, he might have even slept here. Miss Pate walked to the main West staircase where she described the same man she saw earlier in the day standing at the same place on the stairwell landing. He's got on a coat, vest, pants. I don't really know how old he is. He's got a bit of a belly on to him. He's not real tall or anything. He's another one that smokes a cigar and has a mustache and kind of thinning hair. I get that feeling. He's got some sort of vested interest in the theater, wants to make sure everything's okay. That is a perfect description of the former theater manager, Mr. Rob, and the smell of cigarette smoke, cigar smoke is one of the most common of the paranormal experiences noted in the theater.
0: Oh, wow. I like how the descriptions of all the ghosts mention all their weight.
2: I know, right? <laughs> Miss Pate seemed drained of energy. We left the theater and went outside where she sat on one of the benches and rested. Several months later, I was on the stage one morning taking pictures of some newly hung curtains when I distinctly heard someone walking on the catwalk high above the stage. I hurriedly left the stage and as I walked back up the aisle, I smelled cigar smoke. No one could have possibly been in the theater. So, Nat, have you been to the Rialto? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: When I was growing up, it was a movie theater. Really? Um, If you like, I could show you the history of the building.
0: Ooh, yes. Because I have
1: it. I had actually saved an article with plans to send it to you like months ago and never got around to it. (laughs) Um, So I will read it or excerpts of it. So it was built in the 1920s. There had been a previous theater on site. I could never find out what happened to that theater Huh. But it was only open for a brief amount of time. Um, this theater was built, for those who don't know, El Dorado is an oil town or was a big oil town. It's the name El Dorado, El Dorado City of Gold, El Dorado City of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> you <know?
0: laughs> you got to pronounce it just a little bit different.
1: <laughs> yeah. So it was finished in 1929. It is one of the largest and most elaborate theaters in Southern Arkansas. Um, They're currently doing restoration efforts on the theater as part of the Murphy Arts District for downtown El Dorado, and it's going to be like a special events venue, so they'll have traveling shows and guests and things there. The original theater only held about 400, but the current one was designed to hold, I believe it's 1,400, so the main four Seated 900 people. The two balconies combined seated 500. It was built in response to demand for cultural opportunities. Um, The oil boom, they instantly changed what the city was. So it went drastically to like a much wealthier population. So people wanted culture and shows and things. It was originally owned by the McWilliams family, who were a big part of Arkansas amusement enterprises. Hmm. Oh, so it was cool. a chain of theaters. It is built or was built at the cost of $2, no, $250,000. Nice. Ooh, I can read numbers. It is an example of classic revival style and was designed by a local architectural firm of Colbin, Hunter, and Boyd. Oh my! Wow. I do not think it's around anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so news of the discovery of oil in the town caused a lot of people to rush to South Arkansas to find their fortune. Um, and it's described in one account, the streets of the town were thronged with a seizing, seething mass of conglomerate humanity, diamonds and costly fur, rubbed elbows with oil-spotted khakis. Oh, so within wow. six months, the population went from 3,000 to nearly
0: 20,000. Jeez. That's a yeah. large increase. Yes.
1: So it created a lot of demand. The Rialto is basically a rectangular plan in shape and rises up to three stories. The main theater entrance is Egyptian Revival. Uh, the brick of the front facade is laid in basti- basket weave pattern and topped by a stone frise cornice and parapet. It's a really beautiful building. Um It had, off to the side, like Classic Theaters had sort of like the soda shop attached. So that was, when I would go was the concession stand, but it used to be like classic soda shop. It was built during segregation. So the balcony was split in two. One half was kind of for the lower class white people and one half was for the African Americans. They had their own separate entrance. They had their own separate bathrooms and concession stands. Yeah, so that was when I grew up. The two, the two balconies had been turned into mini theaters. So they had the main screen on the main theater stage, and then the balconies had been closed off to make two separate screens. Cool. Yeah, uh, but they've torn all that down, obviously.
2: Huh.
0: Oh wow!
1: So the outside is fairly. Modest, but the inside is really beautiful and ornate. It has the, you know, those sloping stairs, um, beautiful balconies and artistic sketches on the wall. A lot of it was damaged, but they've been trying to replace it with as close as possible stuff like the carpets and everything because it was so heavily used.
0: Huh. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's cool.
1: Yeah, it's a really cool building. So in 1987, which my birth year, it had been closed for like ten years and then it reopened as a three screen movie theater. And the concessions also was briefly a bar called Maryland's, which is funny because that's my mom's name.
0: Oh, fun.
1: And then it closed briefly for a while and then Murphy Art District purchased it in two thousand twelve and began slowly restoring it and they were using it. A little bit for certain events. But because it was still under restoration. Mm-hmm. They didn't really get to start using it a lot. Um, I believe. I believe they're done with restorations now. I'm not sure. I haven't been back to that town in like 10 years. so. <laughs> yeah. But I did go there a lot. It was. Growing up of the two movie theaters. We had the nicer one. And the other one was kind of in a slightly sketchy area. So that was the one my parents preferred I go to. I never experienced anything there but you have to think about how many people are are in a building when movies are being played and then you have movies you know three movies going at the same time it's so loud it's so chaotic even if something happened I don't think anyone would have noticed yeah Um, but I did hear stories that it was haunted Nothing that was like, oh yeah, that sounds right. It's like, oh, it was like a chill as I was going up the
0: stairs. And I was like, the door was open, you dummy. You know? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, the movie theater I worked at as a teenager was everybody that worked there thought it was haunted, but no guest ever felt anything. But like you said, it's just you have movies going and there's so many people and there's so many noises in a theater anyway. Nobody would notice, but employees did because you'd be in the back rooms and Things would touch you. It was some yeah. pretty old man because he'd always pinch your butt.
1: Uh, since they're restoring it, they'll also open it up for tours.
0: Oh, that'd be because
1: great! back then you couldn't really go back and see what used to be like the backstage of the theater
0: mm-hmm.
1: because it was like behind a screen. I'm assuming employees could get back there, but you know, it was kind of sad because you wanted to see like everything that the building really had to offer, but you couldn't. Yeah. So I'm hoping they do tours, and if they're wise, they'll
2: do ghost tours. Like Heck
1: yeah!
0: Yeah, I'll sign me up.
1: I know. <laughs> like, I might make a trip back to the old <laughs> El Dorado for a
2: ghost tour.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's gorgeous. It's a beautiful building. Yeah, I'll post photos to the website and social media.
1: I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> I think it's a great like if you're ever in the South and. Happen to be in the area. It's a nice little downtown area to stop in. And it's just off downtown. So you can walk to it if you're doing downtown shopping.
0: I don't think I've ever been there. And you can do
1: it. You can do it all in a day.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, I thought since we all went to UCA. I could do a little on that.
1: Yeah. I don't know what
0: that is. (laughs) The University of Central Arkansas. Home of the Purple Bear Girl. Do it like a big bear. <laughs> did they make you do like the freshman thing where you had to go into an assembly and they were like, learn how to do the bear claw? Yes. Oh, I must yeah. have skipped the heck out of that because I don't yeah. remember that at
2: all. Yeah, you definitely did. Stephanie and I went to it and then we didn't go to any of the others after it.
0: Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> I had a brief stint in a sorority there too. And I was just like, I'm not cut out for this. Doing sports ball and weird. I think here. I got dragged
1: like, to like half of one of the football games for some reason, and I was like halfway through.
0: I was like, God, It's crazy. almost I like, like hard to watch because the football field is purple. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Oh so weird. <laughs> Just everything is purple. And uh, and that
1: apartment we shared was across the street from the football field, literally right next door to the baseball field. Yep. So it was always loud and
2: bright. It was a stadium park.
0: Yeah, stadium park. Oh, okay. I know where that's at. Is that's where that shooting was? Wasn't it?
2: Probably. Probably.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like the first shooting, and like for some reason, UCA had like a SWAT team.
2: Oh, Um, oh no! It was that happened at the house next to College Stadium.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I remember um, that. Yeah, Yeah. me too. I was was, like super sick. Mm-hmm. And so I thought it was a fever dream. Oh, yep. well. Yeah, I was at the library studying and they're like, lockdown, question yep. mark. Nobody knew what was really happening and it was really weird. Yep. Then we all <laughs> gathered
1: at the fountain.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. Was yeah. Like yeah I, was there <laughs> I was not in your circle, but I was somewhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Arkansas State Legislature created Arkansas State Normal School which mm-hmm. is now UCA, which I thought was hilarious that it was called that. Oh, I knew that. I totally forgot. You yeah. it right now. So in 1907, by the passage of Act 317. So that's mm-hmm. fun. It started as a way to train students to become professional teachers. Because mm-hmm. that was the only thing ladies were back then. Hooray. It had men, too. Yeah, there's another cool fact. Let me find it. I'm going to butcher it. It's been so long since I've lot about uca <laughs>
2: i know right <laughs>
0: like they send me stuff every once in a while like give me money like no you already have all no. my money what else do you want from me there's a cool world war ii fact where's that it? it's not on here um it's not on their website but in world war ii the roundabout at uca they use that to train women in the military marching the UCA, oh. one of those places it was really cool mm. that's not on the internet but I learned about that from a professor so if I'm wrong, Gail Seymour blame her okay <laughs> we're still friends. it's fine but when I was at UCA, I always heard ghost stories. I don't know about you guys
1: yeah I was in the theater of course I heard ghost stories
2: <laughs> I, like, I heard them from Natalie. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't remember most of them, but I know they were a lot told. Yeah, especially the older buildings. I I stayed in Conway Hall, and it looked like a prison.
2: Yeah, we were in Conway Hall.
0: Were you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? I'm glad you remembered what it was called. <laughs> we were on first floor west. I don't remember where I was at. I think I was
2: second floor. I only remember because that's when I was on hall council.
0: Oh, I only stayed one semester, and then I was out of there. Yeah. They required at least one semester, and then I was like, "I'm going to get an apartment."
2: Yep. But mm. I did
0: know the RA and I think Hughes Hall, and she said that one of the rooms on her floor they couldn't pe- put people in anymore because yep. they wouldn't last a night, so they just shut it down. Oh. So I'm like, "Well, that's fun." But I found a couple of uh, articles. Oh. So the first one, the spirit of UCA. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, It's a really sad (laughs) bear
1: that's angry that he's dyed purple.
0: Yeah, (laughs) please stop. I didn't know this. Wingo Hall was built by the Public Works Administration during the Great Depression. Okay. So that was pretty cool. Hmm. And it was finished in October of 1934, and it's supposed to be one of the most haunted buildings. And I'd kind of heard that, but that's all administration. So it's not any place we would have been to. Yeah, it wasn't a place Uh, like the registrar. I I don't remember
1: that building at all. (laughs) It was.
0: I barely remember
2: it. Was it kind of like
1: across Caddy Corner from the Student Center?
2: Uh,
0: Farther down. Okay. So, like through the administration, like the registrars and stuff, it's next to that.
2: I thought the basement of Wingo is where Health Services was.
0: I
1: thought Health Services was over by the cafeteria. Before
0: mm-hmm. they redid it. Oh, okay. Yeah, the old, the really gross health services. when the saw here. that. That was, that was in the
1: basement of Wingo. Yeah. Apparently I didn't get sick early enough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did. And then they built that fancy new building. Yeah. And then it moved to that. So, yeah, that's where that was. People often throughout the years think that it's haunted. Usually it has something to do with running water. Like, quote, we would be standing outside the bathroom and hear running water when no one is in the bathroom. Hmm. A lot of water stuff. That's always the stories I heard was like sinks turning on by themselves in a lot of the older buildings. I feel like that happened to us a lot.
2: Like we would hear running water, but nobody would be in there.
0: Yeah. Other first person accounts of haunting happenings in Wingo Hall include voices from a locked attic. I don't like that. I don't like that. Why is it locked? Why (laughs) are there voices? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Students locked up there. (laughs) Naughty ones. (laughs) Lights turning on and off, and doorknobs falling off and rolling around. You don't hear that often. Just a (laughs) doorknob coming off. As one student said, she heard stories of Glinda, the ghost of a lovelorn student who killed herself when her fiance died in World War II. Jeez, I never heard that story. Mm -mm. Quote in the 1970s, I had some friends living in Wingo Hall because it used to be a dorm. Before it was admin. Yeah. And they said one of them said they noticed a ghost. Who they called Glenda. I guess they just named her. Seems like a random ghost name. That is. <laughs> and she said that she likes to play in water. The faucets would turn on by themselves. You'd go into the bathroom. And nobody would be in there. So. I guess their theory. She likes to splash around like a cat. <laughs> just, <laughs> just turn it on. Splish, splash, splash. Uh, I'm skipping some stuff. When the physical plant was doing renovations on Wingo Hall, he said the employees caught glimpses of Glenda a lot more often, which is common when you're doing renovations. People say stuff. One of the physical plant guys saw the ghost of a woman. She was standing there and just disappeared into a wall. I'm sure he noped out of there pretty quick. (laughs) Another quote, I was working alone late one night and I was walking towards the president's suite and in the glass windows, I saw the reflection of a woman standing behind me. When I turned around, she was not there. Oh, yeah. So it's the one that had that giant window. Oh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. The president's suite. Now I'm remembering. It's all coming back to me.
1: My guess: forgotten most of the buildings on campus, except for the theater building.
0: I've forgotten most of my early 20s, to be honest. So, I think I have a depression blackout. So, like details, I'm like, I know I was there. I know <laughs> I've been there a lot, but I don't remember. Yeah. So, this is from Haunting Campus Tales from the UCA Echo. Oh, it's God. A, new boy.
1: Oh. Mm. a Go news source. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It says, imagine living in a dorm room rumored to be haunted by a young woman who hanged herself in her closet. Picture living in a home where the previous inhabitant has died. These are the most common forms of urban legends and ghost stories surrounding UCA campus. Freshman Brandy Rankin said, quote, one room of the Pike Fraternity House, which I never <laughs> found out there, is haunted by a girl's spirit who hanged herself in her closet. Before she completed suicide, she wrote, quote, I hate you, daddy, on the wall. Yeah, That just seems very made up. Yeah. Yeah. Like why do that to your sisters? Yeah. 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 I never went to the Pike house. I only knew one Pike that I liked. So wasn't my, I was a Sigma new girl. I hung out with them a lot. I don't
1: think I hung out with anyone from (laughs) a
0: party that I knew of. (laughs) Yeah. I went to party. I had like a year where I was like popular or something. It didn't last. There's more rumors of a girl that died in Hughes Hall. So that's what I've heard of. The I knew the RA there. Oh. She said that place was haunted as hell. Especially room 219. Oh freshman anitra hamilton said quote first semester as i visited friends on the second floor i was afraid to go anywhere near room 219 because of the stories i had heard and read off the internet
2: <laughs> i swear to god working in a college i can tell you the student rumor mill is such crap it's terrible <laughs>
0: Oh man. And this one, gar- graduate student Marks Carranza says, quote, when I was an SGA president, I used to go into the student center late at night to either work on homework or do some work. One time I went to get the key from the police station and went in, which I didn't know that was a thing you could do, like just get the key and hang out in the student center by yourself. Uh, I guess you yeah. had to have
1: be whatever he said he was. Yeah,
0: SGA president. Ooh. Yeah. I applied to be in the SGA and for some reason, they asked me if I could meet any president, which one would it be? And I blanked. And
1: like, <laughs> it I like, would too. Oh. I'd be like.
0: It's such a like softball question. And I just froze up and I'm like, Abraham Lincoln. I'd
1: <laughs> so- just be like the first female president.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wasn't that quick. It was really yeah. embarrassing. <laughs> but I was like, I need to do something and be involved because I had no friends. And I was like, maybe I'll meet friends that way. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. <laughs> so we got the key and nobody was in there because it was completely locked up. And he went upstairs into the old SGA office and he was going to enter through the back door by the elevator. One of those couches, he saw a little boy oh. He was young. He didn't say anything or move. He just looked at me and our eyes made contact the entire time until I went around the corner. I went to the office and I wasn't sure why he was there. I was a little scared. That I had to use the restroom, so I <laughs> had priority.
2: To back. I went too after seeing a little boy just standing in a locked building.
0: <laughs> and then he's like, "I just had to go back out, and the little boy was still there." Again, we made eye contact as I walked by, but I didn't really feel like asking him any questions. When I came out of the bathroom, he was still there, and he followed my every move. I went back to the office, and since no. I was too concerned about what I was doing, I. <laughs> I tried not to focus on knowing that a little boy was outside by himself when the building was closed. So I grabbed my stuff and walked out, and the boy was gone. I left the building as fast as I could. Oh.
1: Why would there be a ghost child on a college campus, though?
2: Well, you know, I was walking around with an ex one night, and we definitely saw a little boy in a in the student center, and like it freaked us both out. But we just kept walking. So like, what? yeah, it must
1: be a demon.
2: It's gotta Ooh. be, it yeah. scared the crap out of us because he was just standing at the door looking out at us. And so when we looked over, there's just this child's head at the door Ew. and like, we were like, holy crap. But we assumed maybe he was just there with like a professor or something. So we just left.
0: Uh, no, no, Oh no, I don't like that. I so never there's a demon God in God. the student center. <laughs> 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 oh, I never really spent that much time in the student center. So I don't know. I did. I had a like a one of those cards that you had to use. Yeah, before. I had so much DCB. We ate oh, that so stuff. much Chick Fil
2: A yeah. that year. Oh my god! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it got me through early morning classes. This stupid little chicken mini. <laughs> yes, we ate so much Chick Fil A. That was the first time I ever had Chick Fil A because they don't have those where I'm from. Yeah, yeah, that was too. the first yeah. I ever had it. Yeah, and it's obsessed. Um, yeah. Good grief. So, yeah, his reaction though, just be like, walk by the kid and pretend it doesn't happen and then try to do your work. No, you see a ghost kid, you just leave. Yeah. Yeah. I've been like, I don't know. (laughs) So, in this part, these are some of the urban legends, and I've never heard of any of these. But freshman Nicole Braddock said, "Quote: I heard that if you get hit by a car when you're on a crosswalk on campus, you get tuition for free." <laughs>
2: I remember that. I, one. He- I, I heard, heard that, that all the
0: time
1: because someone almost hit me when I was going back to our apartment. I was like, "Well, oh, my college is already free.
0: Hit someone else." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I don't even know who starts it and how it continuously just is always there. Somebody's always telling us it's hilarious yes we would constantly talk about that <laughs> i never got hit by a car but one time i busted my ass like super hard right in front of all the frat houses and i was like god damn it <laughs> just face planted into the concrete it was. i was wearing like knee-high boots and i was feeling really good but then my ankle like boop and i just oh <laughs> yeah. oh no yeah of course I tried to bounce back really fast because I was 20 and I could do that. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Those were the days. I know when we all bounce instead of just like, <laughs> like <laughs> there, <laughs> like,
2: waiting for life
0: alert to pick up. <laughs> yeah, I do not bounce anymore. There is also an age old urban legend about what happens if a roommate dies. According to this legend, if a student's roommate dies in the middle of the semester, then the surviving student receives straight A's for the remainder of the year.
2: That's literally, there's literally a movie about that.
0: (laughs) I did not hear that when I was
2: on campus.
0: Another popular one is an urban legend that floats around the campus to campus about turning on the lights in a dorm room late at night. The legend goes If there's two roommates, one who studied and one who partied. The roommate wanted to go out, so not to disturb her studious roommate, and decided she was going to go stay at a friend's house. She had forgotten something in her room, and it was late, so she went back to get it and decided not to turn the lights on. And then the next morning, the roommate's found dead with the Aren't you glad you didn't turn the lights on written in blood wow. on the wall? I didn't There's know that was a UCA more. thing. I've heard so many variations mm-hmm. of that. I think it's just also you know. a movie. Yeah, yeah, it's Urban Legends. Yeah. Yep. A <laughs> <laughs> little, little spookiness for UCA. It's cool. supposedly one of the more haunted colleges because it is kind of old, but. Yeah. We were there
1: during their hundred year anniversary and yep. I got to be in the commercial.
0: Yep. Ooh, I was like so
1: too. I played a like student from their first year of opening and then the modern student. That's so, so
2: yeah.
0: cool.
2: You got to wear that weird sock bun thing in your hair.
1: Yep. And it was filmed on a really hot day and I was wearing a actual period dress. Oh wow. So I, like have to be careful with it. Think we were wearing period shoes too, or maybe mm-hmm. not, because I don't remember if my feet were in it. But it was hot as hell. I was sweating my ass off, <laughs> and I and like, in the whole thing because it's super bright, and they're like, "Don't squint," and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> "Someone sent me a photo of from that recently," and I'm just like, "The photo looks so, so angry and confused." <laughs>
0: No, I worked with the art history department for the centennial. Cool. Uh, we would have probably seen each other. There's no way that we were. we totally probably passed each probably. other on campus. We have known it. Well, I know that we had mutual friends because I I knew Lewis, but I never yeah, really hung out with him in the theater people. I only worked hung out with him at the for, for fraternity, fraternity side. Yeah,
1: but uh, Lewis was there for a very long time, and I was afraid he would never graduate. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Like, he works for Universal. I know. He's doing so good.
0: Yeah. I like following him on Facebook. I he know. You're some really cool shit. He's very funny. Yeah. I got to meet Jimmy Fallon. I was like, what? <laughs> that yeah. sounds freaking cool. Yeah. I was at UCA from 2006 to 2010. we so, oh, same. Yeah. Oh. Did we graduate the same year? Yeah. Yes. Holy shit. I did... Winter. Wait, no, summer. Summer graduation. Yeah, so we were spring, spring graduation. graduation. Oh, okay, then I was spring. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Weird. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> yeah. What department uh, were you in? Art, art history, history, and psych. So it may have crossed paths Yeah, probably. Although I had, I took me forever to go through college. I had an associate, so I already had all my general stuff done by the time I got there and then 2006 and seven I was like full-time but then the rest of it started going downhill <laughs> that's not working I was working a lot not going to school yeah. a lot yeah oh, college takes forever and it's so expensive
1: I was on a time schedule I was like I have four years and then the scholarship is
0: gone <laughs> <laughs> so I was like I have no money
2: yeah I must yeah.
0: Finish. that's that's true. So, I have a list of spooky questions Yes, for Halloween to get you in the spirit. Number one, if you were given the death penalty, what would your last meal be? questions. <laughs> mm-hmm. That is difficult because
1: I like lots of different types of food.
0: Right? <sighs> Most states you can choose. I think Texas is the one where somebody ruined it for everybody. And now you just get whatever they give you.
1: That's I would have To say, I know I can't remember that. Either because I love Asian food, either really Mm. good ramen, like good Japanese original ramen, or maybe bulgogi.
2: Ooh! Ooh. Oh, now I want bulgogi. I
1: know. I was just like, I can hear the sizzle. I
2: can. Bulgogi, Um. hot stone bibimbap. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Ashley? Oh, man. I am so torn. I probably would want just a really good steak, which is actually what I thought Natalie would say.
1: I do love a good steak. I was just thinking, like, ramen has, like, everything in it.
2: Yes. And then, like, if you get a
1: hot stone with bulgogi, it's got a lot of yummy things in it.
2: True. Yeah. But I think, yeah a really good steak, like really well-cooked, really nice cut of meat with all the fixings inside. Yes. I
0: just
2: feel really like I want to. a buffet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to
0: work through a buffet at a casino. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little higher than that. Yes.
1: Yeah. Well, see, I would just not leave the buffet. I would just eat at the buffet because it's
2: just this for is me. how I, I die, die.
0: until <laughs> <laughs> so I explode. <laughs> oh, what a way to go, though! Right. What do you want etched in your tombstone? <laughs> uh, that's oh. hard because I it changes every time I hear a funny quote. Yeah. That one. I have never thought about that ever. Kind of morbid. <laughs> I know.
1: There she goes. There she <laughs> blows. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Get out like a little pot of dirt and just pretend like it's your ashes. And people are, like, Is it really blowing in the wind? Yeah. <laughs> Some sand.
1: It just blows around. <laughs> Gets refilled every night. That'd be amazing.
0: <laughs> the next question is just you, they're just trying to get you to give away your secrets. It says if you were to commit a murder, how would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Never tell. Uh, they can use it against you in court. Ooh. <laughs> mm.
1: Well, it's funny because we were actually talking about murder today at work. Um okay. And I was like, probably one of the few things that would ever incentivize me to want to kill someone would be people who intentionally hurt animals and children. Reasonable. And then I think I would have no, like, logic to it. I'd just be like, and now you die a horrible death. Mm. I watch so many murder stuff and it's like, there's so many <laughs> options. Ah, it's So true. many things we can do. <laughs> Oh, I was reading something. They threw them in a a lobster or a crab tank, and they eat even bones.
0: Oh, Ooh. yeah!
1: It was some sort of sea crustacean and Culture creature. There was like very little of the body left, just like bits and pieces that got into the vents.
0: Oh, okay. yikes! Like,
1: oh. You harm animals. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Into the pit, you go, yeah, pit of snakes,
0: special <laughs> circle of hell for people like that. Uh, yes, yeah. Uh, the next one have you ever said Bloody Mary in front of the mirror? I don't think so. I think I did as a kid at like a sleepover or something. I, I think we all freaked ourselves out too much. Yeah,
1: I remember the first time I heard about it because I went to a private. Christian school through fourth grade, so obviously no one talked about these things. Mm-hmm. And then in fifth grade, I went to a public school, and I remember kids talking about it, but no one seemed to be able to explain to me what it was. Yeah, and so I was just really confused. I was like, I don't understand. And they were like running around, like part of our playground was in the woods, which is not probably smart. But <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like running around the woods, screaming bloody Mary. And I was like, I don't understand what this does. <laughs> <laughs> I was just also very sheltered, so I was like, What? Like, the first year at public school, I got actually the first two years at public school. I looking back, I realized I was getting teased a lot and like picked on, but I was so clueless, I had no idea. Oh, oh no! <laughs> like, people would make comments about my clothes, and they'd, Thanks,
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's probably good because you're probably not scarred from it, it was, yeah, should... <laughs> like, whatever yes oh, kids are so mean uh would you spend a full night inside a haunted house if someone paid you yes i would do it without being paid honestly
2: i yeah i could i would do a period but if you want to pay me then hell yes, yes.
0: yeah i probably i have I paid sleep. somebody to stay <laughs> like, oh like the crescent i paid extra 50 bucks to be in a haunted room <laughs> uh, they got I would, me <laughs> yeah. i would not sleep
1: but i would yeah I would. That should yeah. be like a big anniversary thing when corona is over. Yeah, some haunted location we all meet up at and Hell yeah. Yeah. a couple of nights. See, my sense of self was we're here and now I'm gonna glue myself to you.
0: <laughs> so at least if I die, I don't die alone. See, that's the bad thing, is like I'm six foot, so everybody hides behind me because I'm like three. <laughs> like, no, I'm scared.
2: I'm the mom friend, so I'm just like, okay,
0: everyone huddle around.
1: It's fine. <laughs> I I don't hide behind. I just want to hug. I'm just like
0: hug me, hold me, <laughs> <laughs> please. <laughs> oh. uh, have you ever had an experience with the supernatural?
1: The only thing I think that came really close is I went to Scotland when I was in high school, oh, and they cool. have you know the catacombs under the city, which are always freaking haunted. And I we did a like a haunted tour of Edinburgh and then went into the catacombs for the last part of it. Mm -hmm. And they tell you, and I don't know if this is true. I assume it is just because of how dangerous those places are. Like before we go in, the guide is like, so, you know, this is the only open entrance and exit. The rest are sealed. When the door is shut, it's airtight.
2: So if you
1: see movement of like air, it's not air. Huh. Oh, and he they he went on and on about like, do not wander away because if you get lost, we will not come find you. <laughs> <laughs> and so we're walking through, and, you know, everyone's ha ah, ah, ha ah, ha because it's dark and there's not a lot of lights, and there were like some electric lights and then some areas for candles, and we were getting toward the end and walking up a corridor. It was mostly lit by candles and we had we all passed and we're like standing in the doorway of a room and he was telling us the history of someone who had obviously died in there. Yeah, that's what it's about. And I'm just like looking around because it's a big group and I can't see in the doorway, so and I can see a candle toward the end of the corridor one. And I was like, all of a sudden, I'm in the middle of the group now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what you do. Yeah, I was like, oh, I don't know you, but we about to be friends.
0: <laughs> oh, no, thanks. Yeah. Those are really scary catacombs. Yeah. I went to the Paris ones, but they didn't let you have a tour. They were just like, follow the arrows. Don't get lost. You will die. Oh, like, geez. oh, Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. And my friend, I was like, man, if anything's haunted, I bet it's this. And as soon as I said that, she tripped and she caught herself on a skull. And she's like, I hate you. I'm, like, I'm so sorry. Well, not a
1: true haunted experience, but one where I nearly shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Same trip we go to. They have like, it's it's a year round thing. And it's a historic site that's like a history of haunted Scotland It's slash haunted house type thing. Mm-hmm. And so it's like a museum. And then at certain parts, people not about scare you. And at one part, you're in a boat in an underground canal. And they're telling mm-hmm. you a history of, like, cannibal family from somewhere in Scotland. <laughs> and, like, you can hear things moving in the water. And you can, like, feel tree branches touching you. And I'm sitting; I have a friend on one side and a lady I don't know on the other. And it's, like, four people. And and now we're going to come up to the dock of this town where this happened. And you can kind of see they have kind of reconstructed the part that comes out into the water. And then what would have been whatever building was there. And he's talking and I I have astigmatism. So things are a little sometimes fuzzy. And I was like, is there a dog in the corner? Why is there a dog in the corner? And we get closer and we're right there and all of a sudden it like looks up and it's a woman crouched and she just takes off and jumps onto the boat and like <gasps> like you know she's obviously an actress but she's all ghouled up and yeah. I scream freaking murder and I jump <laughs> in the lap of the lady next to me who I don't know and i just like in her lap like ah!
2: <laughs>
1: and, oh no and I, after it was because she was like touching us like she got on the boat and starts like you know touching everyone, and everyone's screaming, and then she disappears. Oh, and no. I get all the ladies laughing, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, I was using you as a shield. <laughs> so it worked out. I was like, I need to be held, and you need a shield. We are now friends. <laughs> yeah, oh, I was, was like, I'm really, I really... I'm When we went in, we didn't realize that it was going to be like that, and so we were just thinking, oh, like a cool exhibit, and so we weren't expecting jump scares. Yeah. And we were just like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is the accurate yes. reaction. Yes. That story. Oh, okay. Hills have eyes. Yikes. Some creepy cannibals. Yeah. Man. Was, yeah, Ooh. Which un- scared of haunted houses. I'm like, yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. yeah. Nah. <laughs> no. I'll be freaked out. What's your f- most fascinating to you unsolved murder?
1: Oh. There's so many.
0: I know. Let's like picking your favorite kid. I assume. I don't, I don't know kids.
1: And of course, the first thing that always pops in my head is like Jack the Ripper. Yeah, I yeah. know because it's just so iconic. And of course, I've been drinking, so I don't remember anything else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like so, yeah, Courravonnet. Yeah, oh yeah. Was I was wrong.
1: like, what's that blonde girl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm horrible oh. with names. Oh, like I can yeah. watch something and then five minutes after it's over, someone will say something about like the
0: characters. I'm like, huh? Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, would you sleep inside a coffin for a night? Hell no. Oh, they do that here. If you can do it for like the longest, you win something at Six Flags. No. Oh, yeah. Nope. No. no. Yeah, I don't know. Because I've had dreams about
1: being buried alive, and no. Oh, God.
2: Yeah, I don't Uh, think I could do it. That's terrifying.
1: And aside from that, I am a constant mover in my sleep, so I would be bruised, and I would be banged up. (laughs) it would have to be like a double white coffin. Oh,
0: yeah. I have a bladder the size of a pee. I just have to pee every five seconds. Oh,
1: yeah. No, I have to pee constantly, too, so that would (laughs) work. Yeah,
0: it does not work.
1: Mary Higgins Clark book about a killer that buried people alive and he would you know those old bells they used to give to Mm -hmm. dead people in case they weren't actually dead? Mm -hmm. And he would tie that to them but he wouldn't put the ringer in the bell. Oh. So they would be like thinking they're calling for help but it doesn't work. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. That's what started my fear. There's like a like that. chapter that just describes like the main character as she's sitting in the coffin
0: dying. Ugh. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. that's, that's really, that's one of the scariest fears I think people have. <laughs> Some are irrational. I have a lot of irrational fears, but I think that one's totally. Yeah. yeah. Rational. That sound like cremate me. So it's not a possibility. Yes. (laughs) See, I was all down for that. And then I watched that. Oh, fuck. What was it called? The new Dracula or not. Is it Dracula? The newer vampire that was on Netflix. And there's this whole thing about how a lot of people, when they die, they're not really dead. They're undead. And he has her listen to, like, the ground. And it's just people screaming in their coffins. And then he's like, "You think that's bad? Try getting cremated. Like people that are in their heads they're alive still, and, oh, they're cremating, and they can feel everything, and then they get burned alive." And ugh. yeah, no, I don't yeah. care. I still want to be cremated. I think we have too many
1: bodies in the ground Same. at this point.
0: Yeah, like, all my family's cremate cremated me. too. And-
1: yeah. cremate me, yeah. plant me as a tree, preferably that fruits, so people can have a nice, tasty snack at some point.
2: Yes. <laughs> Cremate me and put shaken, not stirred on my urn. <laughs> yes.
0: Oh, that's a good one. Oh, this is weird. Would you consider tasting human flesh for $100? That seems no. very low. No. No, 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 no,
2: That's a very
0: low ball offer, sir. Yeah.
1: This is I mean, unless like me biting my nails count.
0: It's I- true. That is human. I've bitten my lip, God knows, enough times. <laughs> when <laughs> I had
1: braces, it was all. <laughs> yeah.
0: That seems like low balling it. You could at least put it like a million or something. Uh, yeah. People would probably consider. Yeah, it's like that.
2: what part of flesh? I yeah. Much yeah. do I have to eat. And whose
0: flesh? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some people are gross. I don't want to eat them. Yeah. Mm. Nope, 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 nope.
1: Because technically, you think like you get a paper cut, you stick your finger in your
2: mouth.
0: Yeah, yeah. that's and true. All technically, tasted our own flesh. So we're all technically cannibals. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> And we bring it back to cannibals. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, in cannibalism. All roads lead to cannibalism. Yeah. Oh, oh shit! Last night, Cage's kiss told me a cannibal fact, and I already forgot it. Oh no! Oh, yeah. I was guessing on their um, into the Spider Verse episode coming up. Oh, it's that cannibalism. Like when you eat flesh, it can cause you to convulse. Oh, so they yeah. were playing some video game and the people were eating people and they started convulsing. So he Googled it to see if it was accurate. <laughs> and he's like, now I'm on a list.
2: <laughs> like, nice.
0: I was like, I'm there with you for Googling how long it takes a pig to eat a person. Somebody's oh somebody's God. watching me now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. the thing Dion wants to be turned into jewelry. <laughs> I like it. Oh, And haunt them. That's the best part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love uh, Ashley. She said she wants to be a paperweight so she can continue to hold her husband down. Yeah,
1: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That's a good time. Let's oh, see. cremate me and let the cats
0: use me as litter.
2: There we go.
0: <laughs> Circle of life. Have you ever used a Ouija board?
1: Oh hell no, Mm-mm. no, no.
0: no. How you get demons? Yeah, I no. have. Oh no, oh no, it no. Those are never
1: going to be allowed in my
0: household. No, 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 Yeah. Yeah, I had some friends that, like, made one, and they're like, oh, it totally works. I was like, um. No, no. We're not no. doing that. And they no. go in the woods and stuff. I'm like, that's so, so weird. I believe no in demons, thanks. so no thank you. Yeah, I think possession movies have ruined me because they all scare me so much. <laughs> I do
1: not like it. Let's see. Let me see, find one more. <laughs> my If my sister ever heard that, she's
0: like, what? <laughs> no. Oh. Ooh, what what conspiracy theory do you believe might be legit? I gotta think of a conspiracy theory. Yeah, I'm like, conspiracy because aliens
1: never. I actually put that sticker on the back of my phone case. Oh yay! <laughs> and that's my work phone case because it has all my like swipe cards in it. And so everyone at work is like, what is that?
0: I'm like, oh, in the backpack. <laughs> <person." laughs>
1: Marilyn Monroe, yeah, I Marilyn. absolutely Marilyn. believe that she Oh, was yes, murdered. yes, yes, totally.
0: Yeah, especially there's people that say that she was on the phone saying she was in trouble and mm-hmm. Yeah, a yeah. lot of
1: the old Hollywood stars who Natalie Wood too.
0: Yeah, who oh,
1: died yeah. in weird ways and because it was so easy to cover things up back then. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah I re- recently listened to Morbid's episode on Natalie Wood and I guess I've always known about it and I knew it involved Christopher Walken, but I'd never heard the details. And I was like, Mm. that dude's totally guilty. He has to be.
1: And I'm fairly attached to her because my best friend growing up was
0: named Natalie Wood. Oh, I'm like, she got murdered. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I would definitely believe that politicians killed Marilyn. because I think the last thing she said, she was about to, she said she was going to blow the lid off the fucking Kennedy family or something and then she's dead and like
1: that's too... Kennedy family is a giant conspiracy theory in and of itself. Yes. And that would be fun to
0: unpack. I would love to know their secrets. Yeah, But then I'm also like, how like, mind-fucked would I be if I knew all
1: those things? It's true.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is also very true. I really think the alternate reality thing makes a lot of sense for 2020. Like, somebody... Somewhere is screwing with our timeline, and they keep on trying to fix it, and that's why there's like murder hornets for like a day. Yep. <laughs> like, somebody's like, "Oh fuck, let's fix this." Everything keeps on changing One. so fast. <sighs> well, thank you so much for joining us, Natalie. Thank this has you. Been so fun. Yeah. It's been great to see a little reunion of. I know. The roommate. Your face so
2: much. I miss you. Too. <laughs> I stalk you on the internet. I know. I was supposed to on the internet
1: too. I feel bad because I never post anything.
2: It's okay. I just recently logged back into Tumblr and I was like, Natalie. I have a, oh, I do, have a <laughs> I do have a Tumblr.
1: I haven't been on that in a long time.
2: I know. Yeah. I think it said you've been on there like four years ago. <laughs> oh
0: Oh, I haven't been on Tumblr in a really long time. I made yeah. one for my dogs when Seek deployed for six months, so he could see them every day. <laughs> I somewhere. got on it at the height
1: of my uh, Doctor Who obsession.
0: Yep. Ooh. Yeah. I
1: still love Doctor mm-hmm. Who. I just don't have time to fangirl over. Yeah. There. I'm tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I feel <laughs> that in my bones. <laughs> like, I love this stuff still, but uh, I'll just watch it and let it go by. Yep. Yeah, we just watched, I guess, the first season with the woman doctor. Cool. And it wasn't bad. Yeah. I actually like her.
1: I do like her. I, I watched Broadchurch. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I was really excited because she's a great actress. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've seen her first season. I haven't seen her second season yet because it's not free anywhere
0: yet. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why I haven't seen it either.
1: I liked her. I thought mm-hmm. she did a good job of, she also really subtly brought in elements of
0: like the last couple of doctors
1: mm-hmm. and even some of the older ones. That was nice to see.
0: Yeah. I liked her yeah. a lot. <sighs> well, thanks for joining us. Yes. And- it was fun. Was so much fun, and we'll see you guys next time. Yes, bye, bye, Bye. Natalie. I love you. I love you. Little baby hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye.